What's up, everybody? Welcome to a late night edition of SSPN Post Game because we got an overtime game, Ethan. And I don't even know the score because I was texting you throughout it, and I turned it off after it was obvious that the Mavs were going to win. Because you know, this whole year, if you guys have been watching our show, we haven't really gotten, or, or at least me, I haven't got really mad. I don't think you have either. Like about any of these losses, because in the context of this season, it's like. This is a good thing. Like, overall, the night is a good thing. It's a better thing for the Spurs. Last night when we were on here, we were saying, like, hopefully they lose tomorrow because mm-hmm. two wins in the back-to-back. You never know. Like, maybe Charlotte falls a couple games, and then you don't have – you know, you're not in that top three draft odds, which is where the Spurs want to be. But tonight, Ethan, you know, I- I'm-, I'm glad that overtime happened because then I can, like, feel a little bit better about the Mavs winning this game um, because I can feel like they earned it a little bit more. And I was I was texting you the whole time, man. I – I didn't see the first half because I was taking a friend to the airport, but I watched the entire second half and overtime. And I just can't get over the three straight phantom foul calls on Keldon on Dwight Powell in the fourth quarter. And it was just, he barely touched him. And it's the same thing that happened on the last foul where he fouls out. And I get the game was over at that point, so it doesn't really matter. And and look, the Spurs had chances to execute. I want to make that very clear. The Spurs still had chances to win this game and they made mistakes. You make those two free throws. I mean, yes, you have the lob at the end, which is awesome from Malachi to Keldon, which is, you know, really in the grand scheme of things. This is the more I'm talking about it, Ethan, this is exactly what we want. We want the Spurs competing and, you know, uh, ending up taking the L. But just because of the fact that Kyrie and Luca weren't out in this or were out in this one and it was just Christian Wood and the gang, I just... I really felt like the Spurs does. If those three phantom foul calls don't happen, as our man Adrian C says, Scott Foster games are wild. Um, <laughs> you know, I just feel like the game's totally different because that's like six free points, and they were what it was like almost around a ten point deficit when when those foul mm-hmm. calls started calling. And then you've got on the other end, you've got Malachi like basically getting pushed to the ground. Like, there's two moving screens from Dwight Powell, but it was just so obvious. And even at the end of the game, like, obviously I'm a Spurs fan, so I'm going to view it in Spurs colored glasses. But that's why I wanted to make it clear. Like, the Spurs had opportunities. They still lost, you know. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's just, that was so impactful on the game, dude. I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. Well, it's just, (laughs) no, no, I understand. Trey Jones, they were talking about it on the broadcast, like after Keldon got fouled out, and you could see it even before that. Trey Jones was talking to the refs the whole time. He's like, dude. Christian Woods over here shoving me and 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 Michelle Beadle and, and Sean Elliott were talking about it like they were I'm pretty sure they were quoting him he was like we're over here shoving each other and Keldon barely touches him and it's a foul like are we playing and it, of course there's no you know there's no response from the refs they're like oh, oh I make so much money but and it's just I don't know to me I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorist here the Spurs definitely lost but I think there was an obvious sway on the officiating in the fourth quarter. And if you watch the game, I think it'd be you kind of at least get where I'm coming from, even if you don't agree with me. And on top of that, when you consider that Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving are going to make the NBA a lot of money in the playoffs, and I know a lot of people might not like me saying this, but like when you consider how valuable that is, it was just like it's obvious what they're doing here. I know that I look like the tinfoil hat guy saying that, but that was so bad, dude. That was, yeah. it was just like they, these guys, they tried so hard tonight and they actually had a chance because it was, you know, Luca and Kyrie were out. So I felt like they worked really hard and then kind of got punished in the end for something that was out of their control. And I'm glad Edward believes also that our young guys got hosed by the officials tonight. So 
I just that's yeah. my rant. Ethan, you could probably tell from the text I was sending you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. It, it definitely felt one sided, especially in that second half, um, as far as officiating is concerned. But in general, it was just bad all night long. Like yeah. there were definitely some calls that went our way that were just blatantly okay. false. And then it, to me, it felt like, you know, in that first half, um, what's it? Uh, Christian Wood had four offensive fouls. Right. And they were clearly offensive fouls. Like they weren't like bad calls. Like were they, they on were, him? They were all on him. So that's where he got most of his. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like You're a charge. Give me the full context. I only got the second half. <laughs> he started with a, a charge and then he had three illegal screens back to back to back. Like, like oh, almost. Oh, gosh. So the p- same possession, thing as Kelvin. Possession, possession. Yeah. Pretty much. And so okay. he got sat early in that first half and it felt like the, the rest were like, okay, let's let the Mavs play a little bit. I don't want Christian Wood to foul out. Let's make sure that we call a few on the Spurs. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was bing, bang, boom. Keldon's out of the game. Spurs lost all their momentum because... And Keldon couldn't play defense after those three fouls yes. too. That was the other thing. You effectively just... And it's like, okay, well, if he can't play defense against Christian Wood, of course Christian Wood's going to pull up and make the shots. Like, mm-hmm. anyway. Yes. It didn't help that... As much as I love Mamu, and I know we were talking about how he could possibly play small ball center last game, and I still think he can, but against but, a Christian Wood who's seven right. feet tall, like he's clearly outmatched. And we didn't have an answer. Well, Christian Wood's Zach. only six nine. <laughs> Is he really? I thought he was yeah. seven feet. No, no. He he's been about six ten, six nine. You know, oh. there's yeah, they've kind of made some. But he's more slender. he's more physical though. Like I know he's slender too, but he's definitely a, a, a difficult matchup. Mamu can for get Mamu. bullied. Yes, and then Gorgie is just old, so like he's not a great man. He's just too slow to guard a Christian Wood on the perimeter. And then we ended up putting Keldon on Seawood, and mm-hmm. it still didn't matter. And and poor Barlow's just not strong enough yet. I thought he gave a valiant effort. He played uh, a good game tonight. Three for, sure. for five, six points, four boards, two steals. Energy guy. Block. What, what, what's surprising the most about Dom is he, the minimal mistakes offensively. Like he didn't look lost at all. He was making great handoffs, great screens, great cuts not getting in anybody's way on accident, not, not turning the ball over. Actually, he had two turnovers, but a, a surprisingly clean game from him. And He had the highest plus-minus on the team tonight. Yes, yes. He had plus 10, yeah. Well, crazy. His uh, second was who? Um, uh, Malachi. Blake Wesley, uh, Blake, actually, yeah. plus 9. I thought Blake and Malachi played great games as well. Yep. As, as that backup um, backcourt, they, they played well off of each other. They played well with Dom, too, in the pick-and-roll um surprising like i guess it shouldn't be surprising since they built that chemistry in the g league but i'm glad to see that it's finally translating over because they were a big part of that third quarter push i felt uh, where we really caught fire and it felt like we were going to run away with this game until that fourth quarter started and the rest kind of took away our momentum um and and dallas was able to take over in overtime so i agree with what you said refs definitely were bad tonight and it affected us when it mattered most in that fourth quarter and overtime um but we we definitely could have played better. But Absolutely. but a lot of that was a lot of that stems from Zach Collins and Jeremy Sohan not being there. Devin too, but and those two guys and inexperience. The theme of the whole season for sure. But those two guys, the way our offense and our defense relies so heavily on their communication, on their leadership, on their ability to yeah. play make for others. Without them there, it was definitely at least in that first half a struggle Devin to was get out going. Too. Yeah, Devin is one of our best scorers. He wasn't there, so we were really limited. But I, I, I really felt like KJ. A lot of people would point to his 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 fourth quarter woes. You know, he dribbled the ball off his foot. I yeah. uh, got the ball stripped, and he missed a couple easy baskets inside. Like, oh, Kelvin lost the game. 
he didn't lose the game. He had 27 It's kind of tough to get in rhythm when you barely touch Dwight Powell on three straight possessions and they give you... I mean, yeah. you saw he, he had his hands like this, like three... I'm like, and every time I was like, happening. oh, I feel you, KJ. And, and on the last one, I was like, we're really going to call this late. And he barely touched him. I was like, it's so obvious. I wish I was there, dude. I would have. Mm. Gi- I just wanted to give the refs. Like I was like, like everything, dude. I, I was like, tell. we better not let the refs leave the AT and T Center tonight, <laughs> till they know. <laughs> we have Malice of the Palace Scott part Foster, two. He he he, oh, he ref in another game, baby. <laughs> he's he's always had that reputation though. But... Oh, he has. Yeah. Keldon, oh for those of you that didn't see the entire game and are just going to watch those those fourth quarter highlights or something, for the first three and a half quarters, he played basically perfect. Like he was scoring inside and out, playmaking for others, energy, just bringing you everything that you would want from Keldon. Um, it's a tough loss, but at the end of the day, it's what we were kind of hoping for. No, it, it, exactly. Um, and and here's another good point from That's our man so true. Alex wrote when Pop kept the third stringers in for like an eternity until the sixth minute mark. So that, true. That's exactly what we did. We were running the Zhang Barlow front court there for a good minute. Yeah, we were. But uh, you know, when you were talking, first of all, when you tell me the Christian Wood context, that does kind of I mean, it still sucks, but like that does kind of make it like a little bit more understandable because those are the two best players on each team. So yeah. if you're going to give him three phantom fouls, then you give Keldon them. I just hate the timing of it. But that that actually does make a little bit more sense. I mean, I don't like it in general, but I can make a little bit more sense of it. Um, but while we were talking, you know, there was a lot of good stuff that, that happened in this game. Oh, yeah. Malachi had a great game. So I love how you touched on um, Blake and him in the backcourt. It was fun to kind of, now that Blake's in rhythm, another good mm-hmm. game from Blake, you know, nothing crazy, but... Um, had 11 points, was second and plus minus, four three assists, steals. six boards, three steals. Um, missed some shots, missed some free throws, but still, you can see the progression. It, it was good to see him kind of put it after the the Thunder game where he went 0 for 12 and then he bounced back. It was good to see him put back-to-back games together because we yeah. haven't really seen that this year. But getting to see him with Blake and Malachi or, or getting to see them in the backcourt together off the bench was really fun. Um, there were some dishes from Blake to him. You can tell that they play well together, which is a great sign for the future. Um, you know, we, we talked about Dom a little bit there, liked what I saw from him, um, had two steals, lo- love that. Uh, I, he got mixed up. I couldn't tell, Ethan. Whenever they had those third stringers in, were they like running like a bunch of traps? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because at first I thought Dom was kind of getting like mixed up in rotations, but then the more I was watching, I was like, I think they're just double teaming people mm-hmm. because it's this lineup, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, so yeah, I, I've just, I loved what I saw from him. Comfortability, the way he looked on the floor. Uh, I like millions comment earlier. Um, I, I heard uh, the Devonte Graham uh, three before halftime, you know, didn't really make as much noise in the second half, but 13 and five. Good, good to see that from him. Uh, a good game from Trey, too. Trey's kind mm-hmm. of, at least on the stat sheet and the box score, he's been a little, you know, he's had kind of acclimating back from that injury, had 13-5 and five tonight, was efficient. Um, Mamu didn't have the greatest shooting night tonight, but I love the pick and pop with him, dude. The pick and pop, I mean, it's either he's going to be open, there's going to be a drive to the lane, and even if both are covered, it's going to open up something else on offense. Mm-hmm. Obviously a little bit outmatched tonight, but I love that he kept shooting. Still was able to get seven boards, um, had 10 points as well. Um, 
And then Romeo Langford <laughs> with the quietest 17 of all time. For had, real. I didn't know yeah, I see that either. I don't know. <laughs> and, and he had two like nice put back dunks, mm-hmm. but you know, he just kind of stopped playing randomly. I, I think we just wanted to play Malachi a little bit more. Uh, do we, I don't know. I was so sure that Romeo Langford wasn't going to be on the team this year, but I feel like as the season has progressed and with the development uh, of these young guys, I think it, he, this may be his last season. I think it's probably, we'll probably just let him walk in free agency. Yeah, I could see that, especially since we might draft Scoot Henderson. Like there's like a like, mm-hmm. potential to bring in another guard. Like, yeah, I just don't know if he'll have minutes and Devin's still out. Like, will yeah. he even play when Devin comes back? Right. You know? Right. Exactly. In some good news, our man Adrian tells us in the comment uh, that the Rockets won tonight, which means we're one one game away from the number two best odds. So there is the uh, the rainbow over the storm <laughs> that was the rest tonight. Mm. <laughs> good Lord. Oh, one more thing I forgot to bring up no, as, sure. as, as a huge negative. 57% from the free throw line. Like... How can we shoot 15 of 26? Like that was, it was a really rough night from pretty much everybody, but Romeo uh, yeah. and Malachi from, from the free throw line. So, and meanwhile, the, the Mavericks got 37 and went 32 from 37. They literally won the game at the free throw line tonight. Like that's why yeah. I'm, that's why I'm frustrated with the refs. Also, I think they had 17 free throws in Dude, the fourth quarter. They had Jaden Hardy and Christian Wood had double digit free throws I mean, that's almost half their points. Well, that's yeah. half a, almost half of Jaden Hardy, Hardy's points, a little bit less than half. And, and, and another thing I want to point out, just to be objective here, you can't give up one. A lot of this has to do with free throws, but one, two, three, four, five guys had 20-plus tonight for the Mavs. Mm-hmm. On this Mavs team, you can't have that happen. Despite all the calls, if you give up 20 to five of these guys with Luka and, uh, and Kyrie out, it's going to be really tough to win for sure. But I do, I do think that if we have at least just Zach Collins, I think that eliminates a lot of our, that is true. A lot of our woes tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Our man, Keith Young says, I'm not convinced Keldon is a starter on a championship squad. I mean, I, I feel like that's a reasonable thing. He's 22, 23 still. So, I mean, I wouldn't write him off yet. Um, but, I guess what I would say is tonight, like we were saying, Kelton didn't lose this game. Um, give him, give him some time. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I it's, think he's this least... is his first year as you know yeah. the star player. I still believe that potential is there. It's going to be you know, there's a lot Me more too. stuff that has to play out. But um, I think he's a starter on a championship team. That's kind of a low bar, though. Danny Green was yeah. a starter on a championship team. Like Boris Diaw was a starter on a championship team. Jay Crowder. Yeah. I think probably what he's talking about more is like, like a star, a, player like a star player in a championship. Team. I think he's like a third option, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess what I would say is like, I wouldn't close the door on that guest yet, just yet. All, all he's done this season, he's is just play so above his expectations in my eyes. Mm-hmm. The three point, yeah, yeah. He has. Um, Nick asks. Who made the pass to tie the game? So that was what we were talking about earlier. Uh, Malachi, great lob. So great lob to Keldon there. Keith says, I said what I said. So Keith believes it. I like it, oh. Keith. No, stick with All it. Right. St- stand on your guns for sure. Um, anything else about this game, Ethan? I know we're only 15 minutes here, but I feel like we really covered it all. 
Yeah, just a disappointing one, but keep a smile on your face. Just keep a smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> the lottery odds are going up. That's what matters. The Rockets won tonight. We lost. <laughs> yep. Oh, hey, you know what? He- heck of a play drawn up by Pop. Good stuff. He still oh, yeah. has it. He At still the got end. it in the yeah. bag. Yeah, with that lob there. Anyways, well, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. I know it was a little bit of a shorter one, but since it went to OT, I figure we can wrap this one up late. So thanks for watching. If you liked any of the content, don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe below. If you want to stay updated with the show, follow us on Twitter at SSPN on YT, at Jude McLaren, at Ethan underscore Quintero, all that good stuff. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, y'all. We'll catch you on the next one. See y'all later.